Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Working can be such a drag, but it's a necessary evil. What better way to combat the woes of the working world than to commiserate with your fellow man? I'm Jay. And I'm Kay. And we're the hosts of Fuck My Work Life, a comedy podcast where we share people's stories from the workplace. Whether they're funny, weird, scary, or just plain messed up, they're always entertaining and may leave you thinking you don't have it so bad after all. Available on all major podcast platforms. Give us a listen. Your sanity may just depend on it. Welcome back to another episode of Cryptid Cocktail Party, a show where we have a few drinks, share a few laughs, take a dive into the unknown. I'm your host, Dave, and I am once again joined today by the energy boy himself, Colby Clark. How you doing, handsome? I'm so full of energy right now, Dave. (laughs) I ate food, and I processed it, and I made it into energy. Can you believe that? Yeah, you you turned carbs into energy, protein into energy. Whatever they got. Energy into energy. You are just, what did you say earlier? You're just a liquid ball of energy after any good meal? Liquid energy. As it should be. Fucking get those gains, King. How's Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how you been? How's life? What's going on since the last time I talked to you about a week ago? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, same old, same old, just chugging along, you know? Yeah, well, um, you are a guitar player, so I wouldn't expect anything less. Hey. hey now. See? <laughs> And the best one's coming. I don't even mean to. Um, how have you been? I've been good. I've been getting really so. I I downloaded TikTok, and oh, okay. I was gonna use it just to like look for weird cryptids and alien shit. But I got really big into. Now hear me out. Okay. <laughs> There's a TikTok. All right. Where it's just a dude who goes around with a metal rake and finds clogged drains like on the side of the road. And he unclogs them, and then all the water just goes into the drain. And it's <laughs> the most satisfying. Th- Dude, I seriously was scrolling yeah. for like an hour and a half earlier today just watching those videos. That's what I was going to say. I bet it's – you would think initially like, oh, wow, that's a really nice thing he's doing. That gives me a lot of satisfaction. He's cleaning those. But then really what everybody's getting from it is that it's just – it's so satisfying. Dude, it's – All I, the yuck. I'm out. like almost embarrassed to like – but, dude, it's, it's a game changer. If you ever just need to like – vibe for a minute just watch those sure. and, and the world melts away oh i love a good <laughs> clean drain you know i just threw some <laughs> just threw some drain in my bathroom sink earlier and i tell you oh yeah i like it you get the foam the foam Oof. the foaming one it did not it didn't foam so i don't think so i don't oh i don't know if I, <laughs> I think it's uh, <laughs> oh, all right colby well introductions out of the way you said your piece about mm. how you're doing sure how do you feel about the state of kentucky mm. Mm. um <laughs> fried chicken and <laughs> I just like that I, part of the country i didn't know? i didn't ask what comes from kentucky ask how you feel about it 
Unless, unless fried no, that, chicken is an emotion that you feel on a daily basis. You are the energy boy. Um, same answer. Same, same answer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's really the only feeling. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm neither here nor there when it comes to Kentucky. Never been. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I know it's a state in Whiskey, the United States bourbon? of America. Oh, that's right. Oh, they mash. They, oh. they mash stuff. They do the monster mash down there. <laughs> was, I was waiting for it. I knew it was coming. <laughs> oh. All right, Colby. Well, today I'm going to tell you a story. It's probably one of the most harrowing and crazy UFO slash alien counters that I've probably ever heard of. And it's probably one of the most important ones. Uh, it's one of the most well-documented ones. I don't know if there's like a ranking system as far as like important <laughs> alien slash UFO sightings, but this definitely ranks up there. Uh, this is called the Kelly Hopkinsville encounter with the Hopkinsville goblins. Ooh. <laughs> goblins? Goblins. I like that. All right. I like that goblins did something important in history, <laughs> you know? It really makes a staple for them. I feel like they've always, they're always just kind of yeah, whatever goblins. They get a really bad rap. All worried right. about them, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, this does not paint them in a in a good light either. But at least they made the uh, news, you know. Sure, sure. Yeah, hey, I feel like a lot of a lot of goblin news is swept under the rug thanks to the liberal media. But no <laughs> goblin news is good news. <laughs> I mean, that's probably it, true. But anyways, yeah. yeah. So. The story goes that on the evening of August 21st, in ni- August 21st, 1955, in the small farming village of Kelly, Kentucky, uh, just a short drive north of Hopkinsville, uh, mm. Elmer Sutton, his wife Vera, their friends Billy Ray and June Taylor were visiting his mother. Yes! <laughs> Those names are definitely from Kentucky. <laughs> they were visiting... Uh, Elmer's mother, Glennie Langford, and his half-siblings, mm. Lonnie, Charlton, and Mary Langford, uh, at his mother's very small farmhouse. Uh, his brother, J.C. Sutton, was also there with his le- his wife, Elena, and her brother, uh, Opie Baker. So you really <laughs> made sure to get all their names this time. This is this involves- And I really appreciate that. <laughs> this involves 11 people in this very small farmhouse, just like crammed right. in there. Uh, yeah. Now, as far as I could gather in researching this, which I did uh, very minimal of, uh, mostly because everything I read and listened to and watched, it was all the same thing. So I could kind of just get all my information from one or two sources but as far as I okay. could gather, uh, there was no running water, only a couple electric light bulbs, and no bathroom, just like an outhouse out on the edge of the yard. Now, I'm not, right. give, I'm not giving you these details to be like, look how poor these fucking hillbillies are. I just, I just sure. want to illustrate sure. like, how rural and out there that this farmhouse is. Like, Okay. How, but, how far away from help they might be. <laughs> exactly. If, if there were a goblin scare. If there, were, if there was a goblin attack, you need to know what you're like the terrain you're going to be working with. Uh, But anyways, back to the story. Mm -hmm. So around sunset, like seven o'clock or so after Mm -hmm. the family's just finished eating uh, the dinner prepared by Mrs. Lankford, uh, everyone started to settle in to play a game of cards. Now, Billy Ray feeling a bit parched uh, decided to step out real quick to go to the well. Again, there's no running water. So he had to go out with a bucket and uh, fetch some drinking water. Mm -hmm. As he gets to the well, he notices in the sky 
uh, he saw a metallic object streaking through the sky that he described as looking like an egg-shaped metal tub with an exhaust trailing behind it that he said contained all the colors of the rainbow. Is that a vacuum? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, for a second there, I thought aliens were interrupting our signal for a minute. And I was like, <laughs> God damn, if it's not perfect timing, I don't know what is. <laughs> it's, it's a little tiny... Little tiny carpet <laughs> goblins. Nice <laughs> uh, getting them though. But We're uh good. yeah, so he saw what he said was an, an egg-shaped metal tub with an exhaust trailing behind it that he said contained all the colors of the rainbow. Uh he then watched it Whoa. slow down and then descend down below some trees uh a bit away from the farm. Mm-hmm. Now coming back into the house. Billy Ray told the group what he had just witnessed and was immediately met with laughter and ridicule. Uh, and they were writing it off as him just having witnessed a shooting star or something like that, which, I mean, I get. That sounds <laughs> pretty insane to say to someone, but also what he described sure, kind of sure. does sound like that, minus the stopping midair and landing behind a bunch of trees. I mean, I, I was going to say was there's something in that well, you know, but if they're all drinking <laughs> the well water. Do you mean like, so like, you a, like a brain parasite that made them all kind of slowly go insane? Or psychedelics but similar yeah okay yours is probably more plot i feel like uh, they both could happen but that's not what happened here every color (laughs) who describes something as having every color (laughs) other than somebody who is in in that area you know i don't think they mean like it was every color all at once it was it like point, it was like a rainbow point to me on on the egg-shaped tub chartreuse my friend Point every, to me. Every color of the rainbow, Colby. Not like, not every color. I got a different rainbow than you, dog. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but uh, even his wife, June, when asking for reassurance with her that she believed him, uh, she couldn't hold it together and just laughed straight in his face. Which is, yeah. not going to lie, I, I hope my wife would respond the same exact way. That's the proper response, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Uh, now, about a half hour to an hour later, around 8 p.m., the family dog, whose name I don't know, but I'm assuming it's Damn. the bestest of boys, uh, began yeah. to bark aggressively and violently. Now, wondering what all the hullabaloo was about, Billy and Lucky, uh, I forgot there's a guy named Lucky. Yes. <laughs> How'd he get that name? Now, oh, Lucky got his name because he worked for a traveling carnival, and while he was working with the traveling, he's visit. this is, this is, uh, Emmett or Emmett, whatever his name is, that his nickname is Lucky. He got <laughs> tattooed on his knuckles, the word Lucky, like on his fingers. And no, all of them, including the thumb. Don't. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> we are in Kentucky. <laughs> Spell things however you want. Ain't no large about spelling. <laughs> but, yeah, so he's, his, so they're all visiting his mother uh, because he's on break from the traveling carnival. But uh, I should—I forgot okay. to mention that yeah. his nickname was Lucky. But Billy and Lucky got up. I did you a disservice. You, you, you I'm sorry. You just said that as like a <laughs> as as like a side story, like a B story. I was gonna be like, he's making this up. There's no way. Like I was just gonna say it was like a flip of a coin, and then they were good. Like let's well, <laughs> no, he called got, him Lucky. I guess he got his name because he worked for a traveling circus and got Lucky tattooed on his hands. That's fantastic. Yeah, but uh, so Billy and Lucky, sorry, Billy Ray and Lucky, uh, got up mm-hmm. to investigate. Uh, they head out the back door to check on the dog, which when they got out there, the dog got really quiet, 
its tail tucked between its legs and it hid under the house and they didn't see the dog again until the next day. Uh, mm. It was then that they looked out into the fields and saw an odd glow coming towards them. As it got closer, they made out what looked like a small man. Once it got even closer, they realized that what they were seeing was not a man at all, but something not of this world. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> according to the witnesses and the Center for UFO Studies casebook on the encounter, which I got a lot of this information from, the creature they saw, they described as being about three and a half feet tall with an oversized, almost perfectly spherical head, arms that were too long, they almost scraped the ground, with massive hands that had talons on the ends of it. It had big eyes that glowed yellow, and the eyes were neither on the front of the head or on the side. It was like somewhere in the middle. It kind of looks like a, like a nightmare Funko Pop, if you know. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Um, no, I mean that's that's Mike Wazowski for sure. Until you said two eyes. <laughs> Holy so shit! Just that before that, that was fucking Mike Wazowski, my well, no, friend. It had, it had a body, it just didn't have a neck. So, it, right, it just had a, it had like a, an almost perfectly round head just sitting on top of shoulders. Nice. <laughs> I mean, evolution has finest, right? What do I need a neck for? What is it doing there? Just mouth to stomach. That's all I need the food to do. But yeah, but you got to be able to like. I guess you could just turn your whole body to look like look. Driving would oh, suck. Oh yeah, that does sound like a nightmare. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I have to swivel my entire being just to take a left. Yeah, no, that's just, that's not ideal. No, but it, so definitely not put it on my blinker then. <laughs> so the creature was also said to look as though its whole being was made of silver metal that emitted light just like that of the, quote, radium dials on a watch, just to remind you again of the time period we're in back when they used to put nuclear waste on watches to make them glow. That's a thing. Dang. You didn't know that? No. No. Oh, dude, so a bunch of women back in, like, the 50s or 60s, they all got cancer, and they all, like, almost died. And it turns out because they were dipping their the paintbrushes in, like, radioactive material, the paint on the watches, so the clock uh -huh. glue, but they would lick the... <laughs> they would lick the uh, paintbrush every time they before they did it, not realizing what was happening. They all got cancer. Yeah, they're called the Irradiated Ladies. Look it up. Dang, <laughs> we should do an episode on that. I don't know if that's it's not. It's just per sad. pertinent to to <laughs> yeah. goblins. It's but just sad. Damn, it's that's a, wild. Yeah, dude, the fifties and sixties were a wild time. But uh, lawless, lawless land. <laughs> so, so the creatures. The creature was approaching the two men with its hands raised and moving with its hands raised above its head. Like someone was like, like, I don't know if it was like, I come in peace or if I don't know if it was trying to act big or maybe it was like he saw taller animals and they did like what you do to bears. Just make yourself big. True. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they don't get many channels in space, but they do get Nat Geo. <laughs> Uh, now, like any good story that I've ever told involving aliens, cryptids, or the unknown, uh, the two men, upon seeing this metallic Danny DeVito-esque type creature, <laughs> they, they, they immediately armed themselves. Now, Lucky, mm -hmm. grabbing his 20-gauge shotgun and a 22 rifle for good old Billy, they moved slightly into the house for cover. The two men waited for the goblin to get within 20 feet of the back door uh, when they both opened fire on it. And upon being shot at, the goblin made the most grandest of exits by doing a bunch of flips and shit and then just ran into the woods. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Is it gymnast too? <laughs> Dude, just wait. Wow. Now, the two men retreated back in the living room uh, where the rest of the group was gathered when another creature appeared in the living room window. JC, now the one armed with the shotgun, along with Billy and his 22, fired through the window at it and apparently hitting it, where again, it did another flip and then vanished. Sure. <laughs> so the men decided yeah. now was a good time to go outside and investigate. Mm-hmm. They wanted to know if they actually hit the thing. So Billy was the first out the door armed with his rifle. And as he was about to step off the porch, the rest of the group inside watching noticed a large hand <laughs> come down from the overhang and with its clawed hands grab at his hair. Now Billy's wife grabbed him, pulls him back inside, and Lucky runs out quick past him, off the porch, swings around, fires the shotgun up at the overhang, and blasts that fucker straight off the roof. Now at this point, Billy notices another one up in the maple tree off to the right. So Lucky and Billy fire up at it, knocking it back off the tree where it floated down to the ground, where they shot it again before it ran off into the woods. At the same moment... Another what? one comes out from around the corner of the house right in front of Lucky. It's uncertain if this was a new one or the same one that he had blown off the roof upon going outside. But either way, he raised his yeah. shotgun, fired at it point-blank range. Lucky said that the sound it made when he shot it was like shooting a metal bucket. But just like the others, this little fucking okay. creature did its little gymnastics routine when shot and then just scurried away. Dang. Uh, <laughs> unsure what to do now considering that these little bastards seem unfazed by mortal munitions, the two men retreated <laughs> back into the house to like devise a plan. Uh, it was then that someone decided to turn on the outside lights. Why they waited until now? All uh, right. I have no idea. But once the outside mm. lights were on, they noticed that the creatures would only approach from the darkened parts of the yard. Because the entire yard wasn't oh. illuminated. Just, I think it was just the front and the back. So... Mm-hmm. I don't know if this was like a tactic to stay hidden, like as they advanced towards the house or because they had right. like an aversion to light. I don't really know, mm-hmm. but who mm-hmm. knows? Mm-hmm. Yep. So Dracula's Dra- <laughs> little Mike, little Mike Wazowski's that feed on Wazowski blood. Yeah. Little, uh, Danny DeVito Dracula's dude at first I when you said he appeared from the window like it like was like oh that sounds super spooky but then I just can't not picture a little green white Mike Wazowski now and it's ruining the darkness of this so far it's a wild fucking story though stuff. right yeah it's absolutely insane. wild Luck, lucky is is uh, you know, the guy that you need when shit's going down. Dude, he's, he's like, he's clutch like, as he's, fuck, just ran right out there, flipped around. Dude, he's Bang. the hillbilly John Wick, dude. He's fucking shooting left and right, just fucking, his instincts are on point, like, fucking shit's in a yep. tree, shit's on the roof, and he's fucking boom, 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 like, lucky, yep. he's, lucky he's a fucking badass, dude. He's fucking Keanu Crick, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Down by the crick. He's Bayou Reeves. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> yeah. Now, the timelines of events after this are kind of spotty because, like, everyone in the house wasn't, like, keeping a fucking <laughs> a journal of when what events happened when. They just know that these events happened. But what I could gather you barely from barely turn the lights on. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm surprised they worked. Now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right? They didn't shoot them all up. Fucking dude, right? They were just blasted. Just. This is the perfect Danny DeVito, and then I started blasting. 
also in the middle of nowhere. I almost forgot that. Yeah, they're nowhere. It's farmland. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's no there's no street lights. No, dude. There's all they have is like the moon. And I don't know if you've seen the moon lately. That <laughs> <laughs> bitch ain't that bright. <laughs> dim. It's a dim light. Yeah, it could be better. We we could do better. Yeah, it's 2023, guys. Can we get a brighter moon or what? Thanks, Biden. <laughs> Another loss for the left. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> I just know it was him. There's no way it wasn't him. He dimmed the moon by 2%. I like, know it. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got we got to move on. Now, now like I said, the timeline of events of this are kind of spotty, but from what I gathered, the next thing that happened is they heard a tapping noise on the roof. So the two men went out back. Uh, and shot it off the roof where it floated to the back fence. Is he, oh, see, so these things don't fall; they float. I don't a know. A lot if of they, floating, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. They, so it floated down off of the off mm. of the roof on, and it floated to the back fence about forty feet away, where it perched for a bit before they shot it again, knocking it to the ground, where it ran away on all fours. Now it was around eleven p.m. Uh, when the Sutton slash Langford families decided they got to make a break for it. So they all got out of the house, hopped into two different cars, and sped down to the Hopkinsville police station, which was about, I think it said like a half hour away. And they were speeding the entire way. So I'm assuming if they were doing the speed limit, oh, it was man. probably a lot further away. Right, right. Yep. Now, the whole confrontation from when Billy saw the UFO to when they decided to get the fuck out of there, it lasted four hours. The number of rounds fired that night is unknown, but according to one researcher, he said that the neighbors who could hear the shots in the distance described it as sounding like a small war. There is also no telling how many of these things there were. Some reports put the number at 12 to 15. Others say it was no more than four uh, that just kept coming at them from all directions. Uh, yeah. There were several times when they thought they drove them away for good, only for them to advance on the house again. All in all, this happened six different times. So there's six different waves in that four-hour span, uh, which would probably explain why they waited so long to leave the house to go for help because they didn't know if these fuckers were just, like, waiting in the tree lines, just, like, waiting. True. <laughs> like True. I don't know if it's one or many. Yeah. All right? It, That's where we're at right now in this war. It could be. You never – I don't know. In this small war. Yeah. It's all, it's all a nightmare. Uh, Absolutely. So once they arrived at the station, they were so visibly shaken and filled with like genuine terror that the police, even after hearing a group of people, got into a one-sided firefight with three-foot-tall metallic aliens, <laughs> had like no choice but to like believe their story as genuine. Uh, so the right. the city police, the state police, three deputy sheriffs from different jurisdictions, as well as military police from the nearby army fort, Fort Campbell, were all dispatched to the farmhouse with the family following behind. Okay. Now, once right. there, the authority, authorities did a thorough investigation of the property uh, and the house with the family refusing to go back inside until they were certain that they were gone. And mm. once the cops gave the all clear, and after obviously cracking jokes at the family's expense, uh, the Suttons and the family, they all, they all went inside to try and get some rest. But, dot, 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 <laughs> that wouldn't mm -hmm. last very long because the matriarch mm -hmm. of the family, Mrs. Langford, was laying in bed, and at around 2.30 a.m., she noticed a faint glow coming from her bedroom window. 
She looks over and sees one of the creatures come up and put its hands on the window and just stare into the room. <laughs> <laughs> so, so wait, so have these creatures ever like, was it reported that they attacked at all? Or are they just kind of like, they just want to watch? Well, here's the thing. So I didn't put this in the story because it's just like, it was the whole thing. But so Mrs. Langford, the mom of everyone and like the grandmother of everyone, <clears throat> she was the only one who was like, they're not, they haven't attacked anyone. They've been coming here with their arms up. Like we should stop, right. we should stop shooting at them. <laughs> like if sure, we just sure. kind of just let them be, like maybe they'll just investigate then move on. Cause I don't on hour five, somebody with some logic was like, well, you know, why don't, what if we thought about this a different way? <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> but yeah, no, they never actually attacked. The only time they, that they did anything was when one of them reached down off of the, uh, overhang of, at the front door to like, and like yeah. grab Billy's hair. But I don't yeah. know if that was just like a, what's up? You got, you got, because I picture yeah, him having, the, I picture him, him having a mullet the we, same way as Billy Ray Cyrus. Right. He shook his little rat tail. He was like, this is how we say hello. Yeah, right. You don't know. You just have fun. Know. He's like a cat. You know, yeah. cats hide behind a door and then when you walk by, it bats your leg. Right. It's just if aliens came down to earth and they saw like dogs playing, they'd be like, stop them. They're hurting each other. No, that, that's just how they play. Yeah. It's and just that's a, that. That's how Mike. Uh, no, Mike was asking uh, place. Mike, uh, 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 Frank. Uh, <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to combine the names now. No, I got you. Mike, v, Mike, Mike Vito. Mike Vito. <laughs> so, so she so says hello. She called out to the rest of the family to come out check out this intergalactic peeping tom, and of course, Lucky perks right the fuck up and is like, "I'm gonna shoot it," and the mom's just like, "Jesus Christ, dude." <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake don't shoot it but like he's like yeah. nah dude i'm gonna I'm shoot it so he does and obviously doesn't do shit uh yeah now not much Deflected. is not not much is known about the second wave of visits that day uh but the mm. creatures came and went throughout the night and early morning with the last being spotted just before sunrise uh of that monday august 22nd the subsequent investigation the morning after turns up nothing but the story makes national news uh, it's actually from this encounter that the term little green men is coined. So if you ever heard anyone in oh, pop culture okay. referring to little green men, it's because of this. And it's because of a misquote in a newspaper. They said little gray men, but they misquoted them as little green men. And then it kind of just took okay. took off from there. All right. uh, okay. So obviously with this being a national news story, word got around town. And obviously the family was ridiculed and made fun of because mm -hmm. it is rural Kentucky in the 1950s. Uh, so about 10 Ooh. days after this, the family just uproots and moves to escape the gossip yeah. and ridicule from the town folks. And they stay away for, for a few decades. Uh, after a while, life yep. just kind of yep. goes back to normal and no one really thinks about it. This is until 2010 when the town of Kelly, or sorry, the village of Kelly. Uh, they got demoted. No, they were always a village. They were hurting for money and it needs some of no that. They, they just need some of that sweet, sweet tourism money, son. Right. So a right. group of residents remember that time back in the 50s when a family was terrorized by aliens and then driven away from their home due to the town talking shit about them. So they decided mm. to throw the first annual Little Green Men Festival. Nice. Nothing more American than profiting off the misery of your neighbors, but <laughs> whatever. I think it's fucking disgusting and they should all be ashamed. Absolutely. Uh, mm -hmm. 
but yeah, so uh, so Agreed. that's the story of the Kelly Hopkinsville incident and the Hopkinsville goblins. Dang. Yeah. Goblins, man. <laughs> you know, is you don't often think about the goblins and 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 their and their uh, you know goblin hordes. Uh, <laughs> but you know, whenever I'm reminded of the goblins and. And what they do, I just, I just think they're a fun bunch, and just nobody gets them, you know. Right, they're really misunderstood. They came out there with yeah. their hands up. No, again, either to symbolize that they were coming in peace, or they were afraid of you, thought you were some sort of bear, and just wanted to make themselves bigger. Right. He was saying, "Do, do I have something on my belly? Can you look <laughs> underneath my belly and see, please? Oh, sir, I just caught you in passing. Oh, please. Oh, you're blah, shooting blah, at me. Blah, 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 blah. I'm." Sorry to tell you, you're not going to get by my bulletproof skin, but uh, you can keep going. I'm just oh, uh, I'm training for the Olympics now. Here we go. Sounds uh, like a really sweet, sweet creature. Right. He's a good boy. Yeah. I don't really know. Somehow this ties into the Flatwoods monster in some way, and I don't know how or why, and I didn't bother looking sure. into it, but I always these two stories are always told kind of simultaneously. Okay. All right. Not interested. No. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. The Flatwoods monster is what you refer to as the flat-footed creature. Oh yes, right. Mm. Uh, well, uh, that was a that was a mix-up on my part. That Obviously, the best it has us, man. very uneven feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck me, Colby. All right. Uh, well, Colby. That's the episode. Thank you for joining. I hope you enjoyed the story. It got kind of crazy. Dude, that was a really good one. It got wild, right? Edge edge of my seat. There's stuff that I left out because there was so much. Part two? No, there's no part two. This is this is pretty much it, but there was like more just like them going to the police station, what everyone was saying, and but no one wants to hear that. You can look into this on your own. Again, there's a there is a uh the right. office of ufo research or whatever some shit that i got all this information from i'll put a link somewhere you can find it <laughs> i i really just need a like a, a transcript specifically of the conversations that were had with lucky because i mean there's a reason reason why his name's not logic you know what i'm saying like his name's lucky he's shooting i want to hear his <laughs> conversations and read them out loud i can i, I can send it to time. you i the, the, the so the, the so the case book that the UFO researchers did, it's some like they, they they went there and interviewed all these people and talked to them. So they do have like transcripts of conversations between Lucky and the mom and all that stuff. So you, I will send it to you if you really want to read it. Right. I, I feel like it's gonna be good. Can it, you? Can you? Maybe we can do an audio play. <laughs> yes. Maybe we could do like a sketch. Yeah. A sketch of it with, with like stick figures of what Lucky was trying to say, and we'll we'll draw it out for you. He said, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll seen. It's like that meme. I'll seen creature. I'll shoot creature. It's like that meme of David Duchovny in the X-Files where it's like, he's like, fuck these aliens. I'm going to keep looking though. But instead it's lucky (laughs) being like, fuck these aliens. I'm I'm going to keep shooting though. <laughs> it's basically that. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh all right everyone. Well, 
Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the story. This was really fun. I had a good time with this one. Uh, Action packed. Colby, I know you were the guest last episode, but do you have anything you want to plug or say anything? You got you got you got your um, you got your sloppy steak fest coming up. <laughs> same, yeah. You know we're slopping it up out in the Litchfield. Uh, no, excited about that. Um, I uh, I was talking to Ben about trying to get into flight and playing some shows over there. That would be fucking sick. Might be trying to put together a show to Red Alert, and uh, apparently the Strand is still doing shows. I I didn't even know the Strand was yeah a destination anymore, but. Uh, <laughs> looked into all three and trying to put some shows together this this uh this summer hell yeah man well if anyone wants to keep track of what colby's going on with his band follow uh lantern's last light on instagram facebook the whole thing uh follow us on instagram at cryptic cocktail follow us on twitter at cryptic cocktail follow me on tiktok at cryptic cocktail party having a lot of fun over there just making the dumbest fucking memes uh people like them though i don't know why or what's going on i I haven't posted any clips of the podcast on there, so I don't even know if people know that it's a podcast. <laughs> but it is what right, it is. Right, right, right. Uh, also, if you want to help support the show, there's a link in the episode description. Uh, you can hit that link and you can do that. Uh, but with that, I'll see you guys later. Bye. Okay, see ya.